I've got another challenge for you. No. Think of someone that you went to school with that you just did not get along with. Maybe they bullied you. They teased you. You got that person in your Mm -hmm. head. All right. Think of someone that you've worked with Mm -hmm. that you just did not get along. They made your work day just all Got that. You got it. Okay. Now think of your dentist. Yes. The three of you Mm -hmm. in the park all day. The ticket's free, but you cannot leave their side. You have to do bathroom trips together. You have to eat together. But Uh, I can only hang out with them? Yeah. You have to stay with them the entire time. No. No. A free ticket to Walt Disney World. I don't think I enjoy Disney more than I do the people I would be with. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's not that kind of thing for me. So imagine, though, that you had to go with these three people. Okay. How do you think that would go? Well, I don't know. I guess I'd try. My best hope would be the dentist out of the three. No, but you all have to stay together. I can't. The two people in my head, I can't. I can't. I would not do it. I can't. The countdown has begun. The first Honey and Wine Festival is coming to the Magic Kingdom the summer of 2022. Featuring craft honey from around the multiverse, low wait times at your favorite Magic Kingdom attractions, and unlimited wine-style beverage provided by Franzia's boxed wine-style beverage. All in a fantastical and utterly bear-free setting at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Get your tickets today at easydizit.com forward slash honey and wine. Honey and Wine Festival provides no legal guarantee of a bear-free experience. No refunds on tickets due to bear infiltration or attack. Please do your part. Leave your bear at home. Hello there, my friends. Welcome to the Easy Dizit Podcast a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker. And if you like this show, go ahead and raise your hand. My Uh, hand's raised. Oh, thank you, Autumn. And (laughs) everyone out there with your hand raised, now put it a little bit higher in the air. Now bring it back down. Grab your smartphone. Navigate to Apple Podcasts. And rate us five stars. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> thank you. We thank you very much. <laughs> so on the show today, we're going to talk to a new friend, Tommy Shaw, about his experience at Disney World. Nice. Uh, that should be fun. He's, he went to a bunch of restaurants. We're going to have a conversation about that. And nice. he's got an exciting Rise of the Resistance story. <gasps> oh, that's right. They went and came back. I was mm-hmm. thinking, I don't know. I was thinking they didn't do that trip yet. No, they, oh. they went to Disney World. They're going to that's Universal awesome. in the summer. That's but, right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But first, we've got news, trivia, and mailbag with the initial choice for the fairy godmother in Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella, Autumn. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can I ask how you came up with that? Well, can I ask that you, why did you turn that job down? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't want to make Whitney Houston feel bad. Yeah. So. She has a lot of like self-esteem issues. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to take one for the team here. Team Autumn and Whitney Houston. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was good for you. And, and, I, and I'm going to give it to Whitney. Yeah. Career-wise, I think that worked out for the both of you. That looked, yes. Yeah. That worked out very were, well for me. You were nine? <laughs> <laughs> so. I was, not, I mean, I could have been a child star. Yeah. You know, I yeah. could have been a child. I could have had a whole lot more money. And if, if any <laughs> nine-year-old could have pulled off a fairy godmother. It that would have been me. Yeah. That would have been me. Yeah. But, but I have to say, Whitney, you did an excellent job. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. We love you. We love you, Winnie. 
All right, do you want to hop right into highly suspect headlines? I am feeling or, the headlines, yes. Yeah. I'd like to. Okay. All right, let's go right into them. Okay. So on the Easy Dizzy podcast, when we talk about news headlines, we do it a little bit differently. What I do is I, I do some truthful headlines and I do some fake headlines, and Autumn has to determine which are which. I do. And she does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. First headline. Mm. Characters from Encanto to be added to the <gasps> Disneyland version of It's a Small World. Oh, so I, the, right after we saw that movie the fir- for the first time, I was like, there needs to be an Encanto ride and there needs to be characters immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, a if they're not on this, there needs yeah. to be immediately. Ooh, on the Small World ride. That's interesting. Yeah, if this It's a Small World in Disneyland has actually has Disney characters in it, like Alice from Alice oh, in Wonderland. I was Wonderland wondering, is in like there. that must be a different yeah. because I don't think that would. They don't have that at Disney World, but Disneyland does. Actually, has characters. So okay, so the ride's a little different than like yeah. what they're going for. It's a little different. Oh, than the ride's very much different. Yeah, and I have. It's way seen better it. in Disneyland. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Then false. This is wrong. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, I mean it's. It's conceivable, and it might happen at some point. Okay. But it was not announced this week. Okay. But what was announced this week... Yes. ...is uh, they're going to do a Encanto projection show on the It's a Small World facade. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So in, in Dis- Disney World. In Disneyland. Okay. So in Disneyland, the facade is all outdoor. You know how it's all indoor at Disney World? You kind of yes. like go in and go it's in. there. Yeah, yeah. It's all outdoor. It's, it's totally different in Disneyland, and they're going to do a projection show right there. That's cool. Yeah. Starts that's, April 11th. That's Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's really... That'll be today for a lot of listeners. For that's our, right. For our day one listeners. We love you, day one listeners. That's right. Day one. That's right. So, if you're, yeah, you're listening to this uh, when it releases, that's today. That's exciting. Yeah. That's cool to have a hot piece of a press. Don't tell the day two and day three listeners, but we, we like you best, day one listeners. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're gonna like the tiles will move around like Casita. I think that's gonna be really yeah, cool to see cool on the outdoor facade. That'll be cool. I hope that they Encanto needs its own ride. I agree. I, I mean, it needs its own ride. And I think so Epcot's I a great place for it. I agree. Ooh, yeah. Epcot. Yeah. We need a Brazil pavilion, not uh, Colombia. Well, we need a Brazil pavilion too. We need a whole lot of other countries. <laughs> but uh, Colombia would be the fitting one for Encanto. Yes. So they're bringing the electric. Um, the Main Street Electric Parade back to Disneyland. <gasps> yeah, that's gonna be cool. Oh, that's great. And then Kanto's getting a float. They're getting the finishing float in that. Woo! Oh, the finishing one? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be boss. Yep. That's gonna be really, really good. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, I've got some more park news here. This related okay. to Disney World. Okay, switching gears. Switching Burr. gears. <laughs> Is that what your <laughs> bed sounds like when you switch gears? <laughs> We can look. I'm gonna look I've at got, your. I'm gonna look at your I've gearbox. I've got an old 1996 uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. It was my yeah. first car, and I feel like that's where my brain is. Yeah. I'm in 1996 yeah. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like a turn of the century trolley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. Well. Okay. So then, what would a 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee sound like? Chomp, chomp, boom, boom. Okay. And then it's smoking. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that's what it did. That is. That is what it did at a point. Yeah, that's true. All right, ready for the next one. I am ready. Guardians of the Galaxy opening date pushed back three additional months due to catastrophic track failure. False. Yeah, that this one's false. And I just want to reiterate, this is false in case yeah. Disney is going to try and sue me if they're listening. <laughs> no roller coasters broke. Also, Disney, if you're listening, thank you. And and please uh, rate our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 
Disney World. We'd appreciate it if you rated our podcast. <laughs> and if you rate it, I mean Disney World, we will read your review on the Easy Disney Podcast. We will, and it would really yeah. mean a lot to us. We're, we're passionate, um, we're interested, we're newbies, yeah. um, but... Uh, in the sake of equity, we would yeah. totally appreciate it. I think it'd be a good PR move for you, Disney World. <laughs> you know, people are going to say, oh, they're rating the Easy Dizzit podcast yeah. positively. Maybe this company's not such a bad... Uh, not yeah. so, maybe they're good people over there. <laughs> so, yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, you said false already. And you are correct. False, yeah. yeah. The, they're still on track, actually, for May 27th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be the, the grand opening. That's your sister's birthday. It is. And Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Which often they coincide. Ooh, it's busy Memorial Day weekend, huh? I'm thinking it's not like a long, I mean, it's a day, but it's not like a long weekend like President's Day or Wait, Thanksgiving. My sister's birthday is the 25th. She listens, so I need to get this birthday right. Oh, well, first of all. Is, wait, is yeah, it the 27th I'm or the 25th? The 25th? I was thinking it's the 27th. Maybe Jeff, they're like two days apart. Jeff so is Jeff 31. The He's 31. Yeah. Oh, so Jess isn't 25. Yeah. And, if, and in their social security numbers, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if any listeners out there know my sister's birthday please write it wait a minute is Jeff the 31st so about so cost- she's the 28th I'm sorry I'm sorry I and I did know this before I had children I knew your siblings birthdays uh, Guardians of the Galaxy sorry. opening is coming on the 27th uh, cast member registration for previews opens up on Monday April 11th Oh, that's cool. The pass holder preview registration. So, Mm -hmm. like, pass holders can get early uh, access. That's already sold out. That's already filled up. Wow. Yep. Okay. Uh, But they did. They added, like, a countdown to the attraction page on the website. Again, I'm pretty excited. I'm conflicted about this ride, and I might I think I mentioned it before, but I'll share why. Tell us why. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't handle that kind of ride, so it's upsetting. It's upsetting that, like, the theming and the characters are something I love, but, like, I will bomb drum and might have a heart attack if I go on that ride. Yeah. No, it's definite. It's it's a definite thing, but it's it's just as frustrating because I'm like, I really want to go on it. Yeah. I want to experience. I love that movie. Well, I would recommend to try it once, and if you vomit drum, never do it again. Mm. But even if you, you get, you... I think the worst experience you're going to have on this ride is still, you'll still be glad you did it. Hmm. You know? Is that wrong? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, might but there's a, I didn't do it. But is there only one way to find out? There is. All right. There you go. <laughs> there is. It's true. All right. Are you ready for the third headline? Yes. Disney Plus subscriber discounts released for late summer fall Walt Disney World Resort. Oh, 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 the discount for Rose. I'm sorry, I was yeah. reading. Disney I Plus subscriber that. discounts. Okay. True? This is true, yeah. Yeah, that time of year works. Yeah, well, and so Disney Plus subscribers will get a discount from 10 to 25% on select rooms. Yeah. So that's us. Uh, no, this summer and fall. We're, unless you want to go this summer and fall. But I'm saying we. But we're just we oh, qualify. We, we could get ten to twenty five percent off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we need to at least look at that. We could look at it. I mean, the, so the twenty five percent that's going to be at the deluxe resorts, and the ten percent is at, I think the campground is ten percent, and it's like fifteen percent at value. I don't know them off the top of my head, but I think that's about it. Okay. So oh. yeah, it, it's a it's a little it's a nice. That is more of a discount, discount than Disney has ever broadly done. That's the That's... typical range. They usually say up to twenty five percent, like the last one. It's like you can save up to four hundred dollars during your stay, and they but what they're talking about is deluxe hmm. stays, and then um, value and moderate resorts will get a lesser discount. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, no, it's worth checking out. That's a nice time to go. 
Yeah. Crowd-wise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why they're offering a discount because they want to be at capacity yeah. if they can all the time, you know. Right. That's kind of the goal. Right. Yeah, I know. Justin and I, we always talk about we um, have worked in schools and at first we're like, oh, this is great. And it is. In a lot of ways, it's, it really is a, a great schedule. I'm not uh, complaining about it. But I also will say in terms of vacations and particularly Disney, now it's tough because we want to go, but the times that we have off are the super, or like the busiest times, as opposed to like, if we didn't work in schools, then you can take vacation whenever. Yeah. And that's why this is so, the busiest time because all kids are out of school. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, are you ready for the fourth headline? I'm ready. Let's Can I guess? I think <laughs> this is is this food related? It is I, not food related. Oh, I had a feeling. Okay, I was wrong. I had a feeling it was food related. Mm. Okay. That's it. That's so I'm going to say okay. I wanted to guess the Good guess. the genre of the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a new feature on highly suspect headlines. <laughs> yeah. All right, for the fourth one, we're going international on this one. Ooh. The okay. Toy Story Hotel opens in Disneyland Tokyo. That's the whole headline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there a date? There's no date. It's open. Oh, it's opened. Yep. Like past. Yep, this past week. Tense. True? It's true. That's yeah. True. We, I don't remember the timeline for that. Yeah, we talked about this, you know, a little while ago. Yeah, it looks really cool. The theming looks really cool. I will ha- we'll have to check out, um, we'll have to see videos on that because I bet the, I mean, the theming in general, because it's Disney and then it being, it's Tokyo, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like there's a whole other level there. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that. We watched some Disneyland Tokyo videos recently. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we, we started watching Tim and Jen from uh, the yes. Tim Tracker Go. And we watched some ride attractions. It looks so great. It looks, yeah, it's just beautiful. There's really a, a beauty to it. We watched some of the, oh, what was it called? The, uh, uh, de- not debunked. Defunct Land. Defunct Land. On the fake ones. Disney uh, park that, that. Yes. Uh, Amara Land? Was it oh, called? one was, there was a few we watched, but one was, was Nara Land that Nara was Land, set yeah. to be a, a Disney park. And then, yeah. But it just fascinates me. Like, I want there to be a book on Nara Land and I want to read it. Like, there's, there's <laughs> something like, I don't know if it's like mystery. I love mystery and things that are like abandoned that are interesting to me. Setting. Yeah, it'd be a great setting for a story. Yeah. So that's all the headlines. Autumn? Yes. What's next? Well, it's time for A Stump Stay, everybody's favorite segment. <laughs> I mean, we get mailbag all the time we do. talking we get about how it's a the lot best segment. of mailbag about <laughs> A Stump Stay. And now a lot of people are like, well, your segment's, you know, about 30 minutes for the entire news trivia mailbag. Why don't you do 25 of A Stump's J <laughs> and just have Justin open it? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then he that's... leaves. <laughs> And then it's just autumn. <laughs> yeah, I get that. We get that message a lot. It's weird. Yeah, so Ace Dumps J. So this is where I try very hard to get new and exciting and rare trivia mm-hmm. related to all things Disney. Mm-hmm. And I present it to Justin and uh, see if he knows his stuff. Is he as intelligent on Disney uh, facts, etc., as he says that he is? <laughs> and we'll find out on this episode. <laughs> Well, I think it's clear. <laughs> Previous, anyone who's heard this trivia segment knows that I don't get them wrong. I mean, sometimes you'll ask a bad question, but that's not your fault, I think. That's, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we'll see. Today, I think today we'll, we'll put you to the test. All right, let's we'll see. see. Are you ready for the first question? Mm-hmm. Admission prices at Magic Kingdom have increased annually with the exception of three years. 
what were these years? Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, you know a lot about, you've read a lot of right. books. Think okay. about like where Disney was at different times. You'll probably okay. come Okay, close. actually, I do have some of this. So, You'll have an idea. So when Eisner came in, mm-hmm. that, that's there were a lot of ticket price increases starting then. And I think Rod, Roger Miller, I think, if I'm getting the name right, his idea was... Let's hold the ticket price constant. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and three years. Are they consecutive years? Uh, two of them are consecutive years. All right. So let's say 19. Oh yeah, and then maybe we put it right during the re- the recession from the in the 80s. Uh, so like, was it like 85 and 86? You are very close. There's three years. Well, uh, did I did I hit any of the? You year? are you are very 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 right. very close. 87 and 88. You got one right. Okay. 88, 1988 is one. What are the other two years? All right, so that it's going to be 89, 88, 89. The third year... Mm, you're going in the wrong direction. Oh, oh, 87, I said. No, 88's right. Okay, 88's right. Oh, that was the three, single. Only the two, other two are consecutive. Are... Okay, got it. You're doing really well, though. I mean, that's... I don't know which way to go. One. So into the 90s, the economy started improving, especially in like 1992. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say 90, 91. Think again. I said, I, I, you said, when you said 88 and you started to go to 89, I said you're going in the wrong oh, direction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 83, 84. Incorrect. Right, so you got 88, right? The yeah. other two years were 76 and 77. Okay. These were the years that directly uh, followed a recession as the stock market crashes of 73 and 74 mm-hmm. led to economic problems in the United States until 75. Mm-hmm. And then a similar situation occurred in 87, leading to the prices remaining the same in 88. Got it. Okay, yeah. So in 2002, 2003, they just offered discounts. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, you ready for number two? Ready for number three. What was Walt Disney himself's first film? First feature full-length film? Or first, like, cartoon? Short animation. Uh, his first one was, you know, prior to Mickey. Wait, himself? You mean, like, as himself? Because he had a couple different... That he no that, that he, he made. I'm saying okay. when I say well, I'm not talking about so the that company. would have been I'm like in a licensing agreement. I'm gonna guess here that it's probably not, but Oswald Rabbit, something with Oswald. No, no, it's probably take, no. Take another guess. No, it's really all I got. I don't know if it's, it's not first, Oswald. First short film animation. You're not talking about Steamboat Willie. No, no, that's that was his first Mickey. That was his first Mickey, not yeah. animation. Yeah. No, I really don't know. Alice in Wonderland. Was a short. No. Yes, it was. During the earlier stages, of, let me read this to you. Of his career, Walt Disney concentrated on creating short animations. He later decided to become more adventurous in his creations and wanted to create a short film that combined animation with real actors. The first short film created by Walt Disney himself, when he founded the company, was Alice with was Alice's Wonderland. I'm sorry. What the year? child actress uh, Virginia Davis starred as Alice in the short film in which she interacted with a range of animated characters. Yeah, but that can't be before his animated. Show. Shorts. That's a film. That's a film. So maybe in, that's maybe yeah, they're considering short, short film. Short, but yeah. Short, what year was that? Short what year was that in? Alice's Wonderland was a 12 and a half minute, one real film that was completed too late to save Lafo Graham Studio, which went into bankruptcy in 1923. Are you ready for number three? I'm ready for number three. Okay. What are Disney's five highest-grossing films? <laughs> wow. Oh, you got this. You, we've talked about all these. You know. All this. right. Sure. Easy. Okay. Well, Lion I got to get harder with these. You know. <laughs> I'm trying. So, as of what year? Twenty-one. 
And is this Disney animation or Disney, just Disney? Highest grossing films. Are they all Disney animation films on this list? Some of them are animated, some of them are not. Okay. It's just highest grossing oh, geez, films. Louise, this is tough. Okay. I was going to give you the harder version of this question. And I, I want to put in his gross, Disney. is it box office or like total revenue? The all time highest grossing films. Yeah, I'm going to have, I think. So okay. that's got to be revenue. All right. Lion King, is that on there? No. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised that, that that's been beaten out. Well, and, no, this is before Encanto. Mm-hmm. Not including Pixar. Is up on there? No. I mean, they have, when did they obtain Pixar? Twenty sixteen. But, but the Pixar still a separate. It's still a separate production. So if you're like saying Disney films, uh, so yeah, I think some of these no, some of these are Pixar, but they're Disney. Combine them as one. Cause I'm completely blanking. All right, what are when you think of Disney and some of the highest, most popular movies? That's what I was trying to do, but I'm just blanking. I know you know three of them. <laughs> like right off the bat, you know three of them. What are the really popular movies? Popular oh, movies okay. that also have rides. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Frozen. Yes. Frozen's on there. What, that upset what me. Is... I'm going to be honest. I was... Gorge. What number Did is I say Frozen? that? I was... Gorge. That Frozen made this and The Lion King was on here. I was like, are you serious? Yeah, so Frozen is on there. What else? What that's, number is Frozen? That's one. Oh, it's not. It just names the five. It doesn't have uh, them in order. Okay. You don't worry about the order. Beauty and the Beast? No, the, like the beginning person? of the Renaissance. No, not really, no. no. Think of like popular movies. What are the Little popular? Little Mermaid was also really big at the time too. But there's just so much time has passed since. Highest, then. yeah. Think about like what movies are the highest grossing. These, most of these are not older movies. Yeah. Are not like. I wonder if it accounts for inflation. Old. I really, that's I got nothing. You got nothing. Okay, got I'm nothing. gonna tell you. All right, so you were correct with Frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Avengers. Really. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's oh, Chest. I, I was like, why did he get yeah. pirates? So Avengers is Marvel, though. But that's Disney. Disney owned this. So that's why I'm oh. saying as of 2021. This. Inc- oh, that's such a broad, broad question. You're basically. Yeah, it's like when you said Pixar, I'm like, I, I know there's a Pixar movie on here, but so it's Avengers, Pirates, Frozen, Toy Story three, and Iron Man three. Oh, okay. Which is interesting because only two out of those are animated movies. Yeah. So that was that was a that was actually the way that the original question was phrased. So I thought that was that was interesting. Okay, you ready for the fourth one? The original question that you wrote last night while you were up, up late <laughs> putting right. these together. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So since 1991, hint, hint, Disney's annual revenue has decreased only twice. What years? Probably 2001. Oh, that's so close. That's 2002, so close. then, the year after 2001. That's so close. All right, what's the other year? What, 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 what other mess was going on? What's the other? What would be the next year? Oh, well, the COVID. 2019. Mm-mm. Oh, because Disney Plus saved their butt that year. Yeah. Nope. You're in the right range. Keep in that range. 2006? Nope. One more guess. 2009. Close. Yeah. 2002 and 2009. Okay. Uh, the two years uh, where the revenue for Disney as a whole uh, decreased. Um, so in 2002, revenues dipped slightly after the company. Um, they had to slash a lot of operating and yeah. filmmaking and all of that. Yeah. And then in 2009, revenues fell 4%, and they cited the economic downturn. That's when all the mess went down with the banks. Yeah. So yeah, so there was a lot lost then. Yeah, excellent. That was that was great. And that's it for A Stumps J. What'd you think today? Those were some tough ones. Those were some I apologize, ones. <laughs> but I also was like, all right, let's... Let's get the, let's get I love the challenge, challenge on with the dates and the years. And you, I you, think I, I, you know, 
I approached that challenge and I overcame it. It's, you did? Right? I mean, I got all of them right. No one's really surprised. Well, it's interesting. I can say the movie one I thought was one you pretty much were. I was like, maybe one or two he won't think of, but I thought you were going to have that one. And then you were closer on the ones I didn't think you were going to go near. It was very interesting. Open-ended questions are tough. To like, you know, to yes. those categorical questions, like That's right. name seven fruits, you know, yeah. I can do that. I can name seven fruits. <laughs> Justin, name seven fruits. <laughs> Orange, apples, oranges, a- apples, oranges, oranges, oranges. That's basically what happens. Ari, as our daughter says, Ari. I mean, not to, I get like Frozen is popular. I have to say, I don't understand why. I think I could still name a lot of other movies that I think, uh just our I don't know I think just a better movie so it's interesting it, it perplexes me a little bit that that's on like the highest grossing Disney movies when you think of all of the movies that they've put out but um it is what it is like yeah. and that the Lion King is it on there are you serious yeah huh. I, I tried watching Frozen. happy fall well, happy feet isn't Disney that's right happy feet is something else so for mailbag this week we actually have a kind of a video submission autumn oh. and it's actually for you that's cool I was directed uh, to show this to you. I'm just going to go ahead and play it for you. <gasps> really? That's and Maybe cool. you can just describe what you see. Whoa. Squirrels! <gasps> oh, this is squirrels! Like from last week, the question. These squirrels are water skiing? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Okay, so there's singing and squirrels <laughs> on little water skis. Okay. It's a country music song. So after having seen this, has your mind changed at all on Squirrel Fest? <laughs> <laughs> now that you've seen, like, this is like proof of concept. <laughs> no, they're adorable. I would love to attend a fest with some squirrels, yes. Okay, and you would swim with the squirrels? I would swim with the squirrels, And yeah. you would pay $50? I would pay fifty dollars. Okay. Yes, I'm yeah. gonna hold. That's that's legally binding. So you are a customer now at Squirrel Fest okay. 2022. All right. Thank you very much, Tommy Shaw, actually, for sending in that uh, uh, mail ba- video mailbag submission. Tommy, thanks. And oh, the song that's is adorable. Brad Paley's "Riverbank." That's if, it. If you want to see this this in action, you can also. I, David Letterman used to have a gag where he showed a, a, a squirrel uh, water skiing as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I know that country singer, but I couldn't think of his name. So thank you for saying it. Yeah, absolutely. So I had an idea. Mm-hmm. I loved who can you shout out to the, what was the podcast we were listening to today that I like they're talking about oh, Tara Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries Tara and Ryan I can I just, I just love the episode um you're talking we're listening to the one we're talking about Turner and Hooch yeah and my daughter loves dogs so we have been we haven't I haven't watched the old the original one with her that that Jess and I have seen but the new show yeah and loves it and uh just listening to you today I was like oh my gosh as soon as we get home I want to watch the original I just yeah. really appreciate it and love the way you were talking about it and um and the points that you brought up and it sparked i'm like hey how cool would it be to like i don't know in a way like talk about or analyze different movies and things like that from a, from that lens you know or like talking about like the characters and the tropes and the yeah you know motifs that's, that's exactly what they i do. could i could diagnose some of these characters i'm telling you some <laughs> of them have a lot of dsm uh <laughs> diagnoses and that might be fun yeah <laughs> 
It would be fun. Yeah, it's a great podcast. And they've gotten me to watch a few things that I wouldn't have watched, like DuckTales. I went back yes. and watched a couple of DuckTales episodes and Cool Runnings. I went back and watched that after listening to their Was podcast. That? Oh, that's yeah. great. They're trying to do like every Disney movie. So. I love it. Please keep it up. Um, I love it. I love it. And it's inspired me to like think I'm like, I felt like invigorated, like, ooh, I love this. And like, it just got my juices flowing about all different <laughs> ideas in regards to Disney, like movies and shows. So thank you. Yes. Thank you very much for that. All right, stick around. We're going to be talking to Tommy about his experience at Disney World recently, uh, particularly the restaurants, and uh, some Rise of the Resistance excitement. That's great. I'm so excited to hear about the trip and to hear how, how things, especially uh, about Rise of the Resistance, because I have not done that. Justin has done that in Disneyland. So thank you all for listening. the 2022 Honey and Wine Festival, you'll taste the finest honey. Be sure to visit Frontierland for the Be Careful booth. This hair honey is the wildest honey in the wilderness. Buzz over to the Hive Mind booth in Tomorrowland. Our honey is guaranteed to increase neural output by a factor of two and reduce the need to consume food by 60%. <laughs> And if you're in the mood to get in the mood, stop by the Honeymoon booth right outside Cinderella's castle. Darlings, I implore you, start with only a taste. It's powerful stuff. All with absolutely no bears. The presence of substantial quantities of honey creates an unavoidable bear risk. Guests assume full responsibility for bear-related injury and or hurt feelings. have a special treat here today. We have Tommy and Dina Shaw. They recently took a trip to Disney World and they came to tell us a little bit about the restaurants that they enjoyed and some of the shenanigans that they got up to there. Tommy and Dina, how's it going? Good, Justin. What's happening? How are you? Very good. Very good. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. No problem, of course. So one of the things people love about Disney World is all the different restaurants. There's definitely some uh, there's some restaurants there that you can't find anywhere else, the originality and, and theming and stuff like that. And you, you were able to check out a few of them last time you went. Yes, this trip, I think that we both decided we wanted to do more of the dining. Mm. Yeah, we, we kind of made it a point to say we're going to do a little bit more than just the quick service meals, where that's usually our go-to, but this time we really decided that we were going to push the envelope. Yep. And yeah. try, try something different. I love it. We usually, with the kids, we just quick service everything, you know. So, but this time sure. we wanted to make, we wanted to make more time and actually explore because we've been getting so many recommendations and stuff that we've never tried before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so how many were in your travel party? Uh, there was four. Four. There was myself, Dina, yep, and the two kids, yep. And how old are your kids? Kids are six and 17. Six and 17. Yeah, Six and yep. 17. Well, that also can pose a challenge, too, because, you know, to get the younger end and the older end and find something that they can both do collectively, you know, I bet. Is, is poses a challenge for us. So, do they have different, like, tastes in food? Well, yeah, it's Mickey waffles and chicken nuggets. <laughs> the little guy. <laughs> and then the older one is now starting to try way more food than yeah, he's he a ever little more has. adventurous now. So, so he really liked the Epcot. Like, he was trying all the different kiosks around the world and he had a blast doing it oh uh, that that's what's cool about epcot right there are there's a lot of options close together yeah so you it, it lends itself well to that 
Yep, it was fantastic. Yep, we love it every time. So you you did some dining in Disney Springs too, right? Yes, we did the Boathouse. That is a must-do for us every time. We have a relative down there that lives in Florida, and mm-hmm. he he meets us at the Boathouse every single time. We never stray away, do we? Yeah. we it's like we, it's, it's a go-to every time. Definitely one of our favorites. The ambiance, being on the water, and being in that in that whole setting, it's just it's gorgeous. And the food's fantastic. Do you both like seafood? So this is a matter of controversy for us. I'm definitely more about the seafood than he is. But Mm -hmm. they do have some regular, I guess, non-seafood options. You know, so you can kind of add those. Oh, their steak looks great. The steak was great. The burger, which I usually get every time, is fantastic. It was a it was a bacon blue burger. Yeah. Ooh. And I do get the firecracker shrimp. I do like spice. Yes. So that I do venture. I'm not the typical Rhode Islander, but yeah, I do venture on. I was going to say, I don't think I heard the question, oh, do you eat seafood until I moved out of Rhode Island? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but see, here, the person from Rhode Island who doesn't care for seafood is still eating shrimp. So that's... I mean, that's a good sign, right? <laughs> yeah. But at the boathouse, yeah. Dina had, what did you have? That I was had like, Oysters really Rockefeller this time. Ooh. And it, honestly, we, we joke about this because I took one bite of this and said this is the best thing that I've literally ever put in my mouth were these oysters Rockefeller just absolutely delicious. That's a baked oyster right? Yeah. With like bacon and It has like a a red sauce kind of factor to it or like a tomato-y tomato, garlic, there might have been some spinach in there, it was Wow. Just. Don't look at me for help I was running the other way that was time for my bathroom break (laughs) <laughs> Too much so, seafood. For yeah, me. I would highly recommend that. Anybody that wants to go that level and, and try something like that, it was definitely worth worth the bite. So Yeah, I will definitely check that out. I, I don't do, I've like tried raw oysters, but not my thing. Yeah. Cooked oysters, though, baked fried oysters, love them. Yeah, and I've, I've done both, but the, the cooked ones in this case were definitely the way to go. Awesome. And so Enzo's, you checked out Enzo's. That's a really interesting restaurant. It looked like you have to go through a tunnel or something like that. There is a little secret tunnel around the side. I don't know about secret, but yeah, it, it feels but that it way. It makes you feel that That's way. That's how Absolutely. Disney does it, you know. And um, right. it was old school Italy in there. It was yeah. beautiful. With uh-huh. Bricks and uh, the boots that were built into the bricks. It was so cool inside. The food was fantastic. It's tough to find good Italian food down in Florida. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. totally hit the spot. Yeah. That is what we get from around here. That's for sure. It's another thing that Rhode Island does quite well. Yes. And it, it, going to other states, it can kind of be a disappointment sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that was that was another treat. That was a great yeah. place. We would definitely go there again. Yep. What do we have? The lasagna and stuffed shells, I think. Yeah, I did the lasagna. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, it, it very classic fare, but they, they yep. managed to spice it up a little and Yeah, it was great. Uh, the ambiance in there was so beautiful. Yeah. What did the six year old get at Enzo's? And he's kind of a straight pasta guy, a pasta and meatballs pasta. kind of yeah. yeah. If you could just gotcha. give him a meatball, he would take that. Yeah. Which he has done. <laughs> I think at Uncle Tony's. <laughs> so there is, you know, there is stuff that kind of caters to every taste, I guess, or I should yeah. say From different basic. levels, right? Basic yeah. to to yeah. a little yeah. grander. Yeah, that was good. Yep. So Epcot, what was, uh, what was your favorite at Epcot? I'd have to go with Space 220. I mean, yeah. we've heard so much about it. Yeah. And we... we 
And we only started booking this trip maybe three weeks in advance of going. Really? How were you able to get a reservation? Well, but even that, I mean, that's something to talk about too. He utilized one of those... Mouse dining. Oh, you use mouse dining. Yeah, I think it's like $5 a month. And you just had them text me. It goes through a lot quicker because if you're waiting for the email, sometimes the emails get Mm -hmm, held up. mm -hmm. So by the time the link comes through and you click on it, the reservation's already gone. Right. But if you get a text, it's pretty much instantaneous, and you go right into and click that link, and you can usually get most of the dining that does pop up there. That's a cool little travel agent trick. I mean, we tried so many times. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we finally got in, and we but were so excited. But I would excited. definitely say that something like that is worth it. If you have a place that you want to be your go-to restaurant, and, and you say, I really want to make sure we get to that on this trip, the mouse dining really was, was fantastic. Worth, worth the money to do. Because yep. it saves a lot of aggravation trying to... Or you could let just Tommy take care of the dining for you. Tommy's a travel agent. Let him do the mouse dining thing. I am a travel agent. Yeah, Thanks true. for mentioning that, Jeff. <laughs> let him pay the $5 a month and he'll do it for free. Exactly. So forget that tip you just heard. Right. I and shouldn't have even said I paid 5 bucks a month. I didn't concept. clear it with the boss first. Unlock <laughs> the magic. Right. <laughs> So, uh, so okay, so you got a space 20, uh, 220. I, I want to say 2020. I know it's space 220, but I want to say 2020. You got a space 220 reservation. Uh, how, how was it? Tell me about the experience. Yes, it was absolutely fantastic. You walked right up, um, it was the Mars. It's attached to the mission space. The mission yeah. space. Okay. It's just to the right. As you're going up, you go and take the same walkway and then it splits up. It divides at the end. Okay. You stay to the right, go to space 220. We walked in. Um, they gave us a boarding pass, which kids wanted to take home. Yeah. This, this thing was so cool. I mean, just from just from the get go, it was it was top notch. Immersed yeah. in, in the experience. Absolutely top notch. So they gave us a boarding pass. We had to wait by the elevator. Mm-hmm. Then the elevator opens up. They lead you in, and then there's almost like I want to say it's like a glass bottom boat. Oh, okay. But it's like a porthole in the bottom of the elevator okay so now as the elevator's going up it goes slow but it makes it look like you're leaving epcot almost like if google earth like a google earth type thing like a zoom out yeah a zoom out and you see the ball slowly getting smaller and now you're into space and then it shows you locking up with the actual restaurant above you so then you feel the elevator lock up. Oh, that's so cool. As if you're going to board the Star Cruiser. It was great. Yeah. And then when you walk in there, they take you down to your seats. The mm-hmm. whole thing was, uh, I don't, how, would you, how would you state it? it it's was... multiple windows across. So mm-hmm. it's kind of uh-huh. this horizon view where the entire back wall of restaurants is these jumbo windows as if you're looking out into space oh wow and the whole outline of earth is kind of what covers these windows it goes from left to right where you're looking at the globe Mm -hmm. essentially you know the the outline of that how cool it's just this so immersive they had astronauts floating by space dogs they had um star cruises coming and going (laughs) Uh, it was beautiful how was the quality of like the image did it look pretty convincing yes very convincing especially earth like when you walked in you swear you're up there and our six-year-old actually said he goes dad i don't how come my voice isn't changing i mean we're 220 miles in space. Yeah, don't, don't you feel a little different i feel a little different he said, you know? i feel a little odd i know this is why are we so high and i'm not like my voice is still the same he was super cute he, awesome. he really took yeah. it all in yeah 
Oh wow, Disney's great for that. Yes, they are. Yep. So how was how was the uh, food and the service? The service was top notch. The, the service the was, was great. great. The waitress we had was so interactive with us and the yeah. kids, and just really, I feel like as as crowded as I feel like the mm-hmm. the place was, you know, there was not an empty table or chair in the place, mm-hmm. but you didn't feel like they were rushing you through, and that's one thing to note is that you know the whole experience does take. A little while. while. Yeah. So you kind of. Oh, really? You know, I mean, it was probably two hours. Yeah, a good hour and a half to, to two hours. Yep. Wow. Um, and so that's, again, just something to kind of keep in mind because if you're trying to get in and out of there quick or plan it in between some other stuff you may have. You got to set some time aside. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. But yeah, the food um, was fantastic. Yeah. They all had different, you know, space names, of course. Right. Food was fantastic. The only thing I wouldn't want is they had booths right down next to the window itself. And look, you're yes. literally right on top of it. Now, we were one, a few steps up in the, like, the next yeah, set. Almost like a movie theater section. Yeah, dual layer, nice. I guess. Yeah. I've heard those are the better seats if you can get them. Much better seats, yeah. I thought that was... Because yeah. I was thinking about the people down by the windows itself, and you're going to lose out. Right. Because you're too close to the action, you know, and you can't really see everything going on. Right. So I guess that's a little t- and not that you get to pick your seat. But yeah. So we had, uh, what did you have? You had the uh, starry calamari. Yeah. <laughs> well, seafood the, lover, you. Yeah, the, the adult entrees came with an appetizer and your entree itself. Like a fixed price deal, right? Yeah. Yes. So yes. when you were ordering, it kind of came that way. Whereas for the six-year-old, it was the entree and a dessert. Okay. And that's how they they factored the the kids. Supernova sweet. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Supernova sweet. (laughs) That's good. They know how to do it. Yeah. I love uh, kitsch. Like, that's my favorite thing on vacation is trying to find, like, the kitschy kind of jokey stuff. And this really hits that note for me at Space 220. That's fantastic. I mean... It's very pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, it's the higher end of It's definitely of the what? higher end. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes a lot of, you know, energy to ship all that food 220 miles into space. Exactly. That's true. That's what you're paying exactly. for. That's what Ryan thinks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, um, that was great. That was probably one we're going to do probably every time. Oh, you would do it again. Oh, wow. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. This is uh, this is one of those experiences. Maybe the next time, maybe if the server wasn't as good, yeah. maybe it would be a little different. I, to would, me, right? I would be interested to do it again just to see if it was that new first experience thing that made us like it so much. Mm-hmm. Or was it something that's just consistently, you yeah. know, they can kind of sell you on and, mm-hmm. and keep providing that same level of excitement. There is a yeah. lighter option. You can go into the lounge section. Okay. And get a reservation for that, which you can just order appetizers, oh. so you don't have to get the full entree. Nice, you know the whole kit and caboodle. You can break it down further, but it's further away from the action too. But okay, you know that might be worth it for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think experience. Yeah, so you can see the whole thing, right? Sure. Yeah, you can still see everything. You might have to stand up and look over people, but <laughs> they definitely they allow anybody to walk down to the windows. They take pictures of you guys right in front of the you know, in front of the window. Yeah, so that's very oh, that's very well done. They did it great. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Definitely check that out. Put it on the list. <laughs> so another place you checked out in Epcot, uh, Cat Sarah Grill, and this is another one I haven't been to, but I've seen pictures. It it really looks beautiful. 
It is unbelievable. The atmosphere up there is gorgeous. Yeah, and bonsai this, trees. This is one as many times as I feel like we've been to Epcot. It's really tucked in the back. It's, it's not it's very easy tucked to get away. to or see. Yeah, and when we sat there, it was at night, and it was a nice night, and you, it really feels very private. Mm. You would never know that you're in the middle of Epcot to yeah, me with tons when of you're sitting with all you these little lanterns and yeah, and the way it's situated, it's just, it's a nice spot that once you find i can definitely see people making it a point to mm -hmm. to go back there and yeah. just just kind of hang out and have your little quiet time yeah it's a nice know? private spot yeah that's it sounds like a great place to get away from the hustle and bustle the, yeah. the oldest one loves ramen yes he is a huge ramen fan yes and they had the tonkatsu ramen up there Ooh. with the udon noodles yes and so we just got a gigantic bowl of that and we all just ate it's that pork broth it's yes. uh, I guess it so was good. fantastic. Yeah. It was so good. But it was nice. Like the whole ambience and the whole place up there. It's just yeah. we'll definitely go back there yeah. again too. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just to sit, relax, take it all in, you know, and it was beautiful. Yep. So you went to Hollywood Studios and you checked out both of the cool ones there, the the Primetime Cafe and the Sci-Fi uh Dine and Theater. Yes. Can we go with the one we like better first? Yeah, <laughs> which one do you like better? Sci-fi. The yeah. sci-fi was awesome. Bunch of cars, mm -hmm. all looking at old movies, mm -hmm. and our car was turned sideways. It it's was like a table. Up, you know, the whole place is yeah. set up to be like a drive-in, right? You know, where all the cars are, are you know, kind of facing the the screen. Mm -hmm. And that may be one thing to note about that. Like, if you're going with a party of four or a party mm -hmm. of six most of the time you're sitting one in front of the other oh. so the cars are set up where it's like two people in the front seat two people in the second row let's say and two people in the third row got it so you're not necessarily gonna have group conversations got it you're not face to face you're not face to face yeah where this particular table we had we hadn't planned for it but we got there a little earlier than our reservation and they took us early yeah and we ended up sitting more across from each other got it and that was the first time we had ever done that mm -hmm. um and it just gives you more of a chance to it's not the cool car per se okay right but, <laughs> you know as far as being able to converse with other people mm -hmm. it, it, there's more interaction that way got it so it's not shaped this particular table is not shaped like a car but it lets you sit face to face is that accurate? right or, or it had the front of the car and had the tail of the car yeah. but the oh. middle was the table got it okay okay but most of the ones set up in there i would say 80 percent of them probably yeah. are by row four and six yeah, passenger four and cars. six passenger cars Two where you're row. sitting in your row so i guess it would be nice for a parent you know but but they kids yeah. up front and they can have their little talk time and <laughs> not have to worry they're sitting right there but they have their right. own space so yeah. it's kind of nice too and uh, just the lighting in there is beautiful the old movies you get is such a kick out yeah. of so did you find that the old movies were holding the kids attention they're it's quick, quick um, snippets yeah there's not one movie you're watching so it's commercials and it's you know scenes from creatures from the lost lagoon or whatever, that kind of okay but it's it's fairly quick things you know and yeah. then they'll have intermission break or popcorn break or something like that and yeah something fun will pop up on the i screen. think it was enough 
you know, it's it's enough of something to I keep so. their attention. Oh, sure. Cool. You yeah. know? Cool. And you definitely would go there for the ambiance. The food, I think, is average. It's okay. burgers and shakes. You know, yeah. you know burgers, burgers and shakes and fries. and fries. Which, you know, everyone wants that once in a yeah, while. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But if you go there, you're definitely going for the ambiance. And our server was great there yeah, he was that great. night, too. Ah. More than the food. The food yep. is, it, it is what it is. Now, you mentioned server. So from what I understand, the servers at Primetime Cafe are, are part of the attraction there, too. That's the whole disappointment to me. Oh, no. I heard so much about this from so many people. They're like, oh, they, they crush the kids. They, make, they kick their elbows up the table. They put down their, well, their walkie-talkies instead of their phones. Yeah. And we didn't get one bit of it. We oh, set really? the kids up to fail so perfectly. <laughs> we, all, we said, all right, let's kid, let's sit down. Here's your phone. Here's your phone. Keep your elbows on the table. I wanted to see the whole thing I was so disappointed, yeah. Justin. And now I oh. I did go there once before, but it was probably like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and even I remember it being way more of an attraction. I said, oh, yeah. you're going to love this. You're going to love the banter that goes back and mm-hmm. forth. And the server, it's not to say he didn't try, but he had the same spiel. Ah. Uh. For every table that came in. He so never changed it. He never changed it up. Got it. And so now once you've been sitting for, you know, kind of three quarters of your meal, you start to hear the same thing. Yeah. And there was just never just a gets lost. deviation yeah. from it. Yeah, really. And he never really attacked the kids one bit, which yeah. frustrated the heck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I literally tried to set them up to fail. I'm the one that failed. And again, I don't know if it was just our server. You know, I'm not sure. I... I think I had a similar experience at Skipper's Canteen. I was really excited for the interaction there and I thought it was gonna be just like having your own skipper at the table. And it was, it was, I was disappointed. I was a little let down, but <laughs> I think, you know, it, it, it's who you get and on what night, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that that was a little bit of a disappointment. The food was fine. The food was, was good. The food was know, good. Yeah. But, but all in all, yeah. They do like what meatloaf there. Yeah, what did I get? I got a home cooking. I had like a whole swarm. Like a mama's like, favorite. Like I had the fried chicken, the meatloaf, and the, the pork loin or something. Nice. nice. It was like a tasty trio or something. Yeah. Like um, uh, Lacey's or whatever. But I mean, everyone enjoyed that meal, but I just feel that let down. I'm not, I'm probably not going to go back because I'm so. Well, the funny thing was, I had my father's fire department shirt on that day. Mm-hmm. The people behind us saw it. And he goes, "Oh, you're on the fire department." I go, like, oh, "No, my father was a chief in Cranston." Mm-hmm. And then he goes, "Well, I'm a fireman. I'm a fireman from where did he say East? Uh, no, Bristol or Pawtucket." Yeah. Oh, another Rhode Islander. Next to him was another person from Massachusetts, right over the line here. <laughs> I'm like, "This is gonna be the, the northeast room. They're all coming down because it's you know snowing and freezing back home." Yeah. That's right. So th- that was the best part of that whole thing was just yeah. meeting the neighbors over there. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's funny when you, you can go to somewhere place so far away from home and just kind of randomly run into people from just a couple towns over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why I bring that T-shirt with me, you know. Yep. I mean, out of respect for him, that at least passed. But um, mm-hmm. just, I, it just drums up conversation. You know, just, I want to talk to all the Rhode Island people that are everywhere. <laughs> I wear it. Yeah, I'm sure I wear it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> That's another Rhode Island thing too. When you find out that someone is from Rhode Island, you start asking, uh, "Well, do you know this person?" Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody's supposed to know everybody. Yeah, I and mean, I wore my Benny's T-shirt. Yeah. Do you remember Benny's? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I grew up going to Benny's. Oh yeah. So for the listeners, Benny's was kind of a hmm, how would you describe it? It's like not a department store, but like a variety wow. store. Yeah, it had yeah, everything variety, from hardware, shovels to tires bikes. to yeah, yes, everything. I mean, yeah, everything. Yeah. So you did a little bit less dining at the Magic Kingdom, but you you had to check out what? Oh, Go ahead. The loaded tater tots <laughs> at the Friar Nook. At Friar's Nook. I've heard about them. Tell me about them. Tell me about the loaded tater tots at Friar's Nook. They are. We kind of stumbled on them because it was one of those in-between meals things and we're like, God, we're starving, but you know, we didn't really want to sit down for even a quick serve at that point. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, let's go, let's go check out what's here. And sure enough, it's loaded tater tots, which is again, tater tots. A family favorite. Smothered with Can't go wrong. Yeah. and sour cream and chives and bacon. And bacon, yeah. Oh, bacon too. Yes. yes. Just I mean, something. this snack will slow you down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't really want to slow down in Magic Kingdom, but it was worth it. And you just take it, sit on the sidewall, and people watch. Yeah. You know? and there you go. So what, was... what would it be? Would it be the loaded tater tots or the Rockefeller? <sighs> Ooh. See, but now that's two totally different things. It's not totally different. <laughs> well, they both have bacon. I would say there is no reason to miss these tater tots if you're... That's my girl. At Magic Kingdom, <laughs> that's, that's the way to go. Don't sleep on the Friars Nut loaded tater tots. All right. That's a must. That is a must. The only other thing that... Well, the, our favorite thing to do, whether it's eat or, you know, it's at the Garden Grill at Epcot. I don't know if you've ever been to the Garden Grill at Epcot. I have not, but it is, it's on my short list because <laughs> it rotates. A breakfast stop every time. Yeah. yeah okay. In the Land Pavilion. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's so good. It's, it's a revolving restaurant right over the land. And you've got me sold right there. I so badly want to eat in a restaurant that slowly, you know, rotates. I, that's just what I want. That's so cool. <laughs> and then you get to take a picture with Farmer Mickey. Ah. <sighs> And Chippendale. Yeah. I mean, you got Farmer Mickey, Chippendale, and my favorite Pluto. So you yeah. have yeah. a plethora of aliens. <laughs> and we did not do it this time because their character breakfasts were not back. Not available, yeah. Right. Back at running yet. But right. if we had to recommend a character breakfast when it does come back in service, the, the grill is the way to go. So we did make it to the Kona. That was the last stop. Yeah. The Kona, Kona Cafe. Cafe. Now that's at the Polynesian, right? That's at the Polynesian. That's probably my favorite location. How was how was that? It was uh, well. We all were in. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're very well aware of the Tonga toast. <laughs> oh yes, yes, I know about Tonga toast. I yes. had my Tonga shirt on. I was all ready to go. We ordered three orders Wait, of Tonga toast. You had a Tonga toast shirt on. Yes, I had Team Tonga on. Oh, do they? Do you get a discount? You should get a discount for that. <laughs> At least ten percent. Forever. <laughs> it's just well, they won't acknowledge him for some reason. I don't know why. Well, we were repping Team Tonga. We were time. all about it and telling everyone in line, "You got to get the Tonga toast." And then we had it. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> super dry. It was dry super dry i mean we all we had the strawberry compote that goes over it yep yep but there wasn't enough uh, <laughs> bring more compote. dryness 
I don't know if I want to tell Bruce, but right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to say it's a hard pass next. Hard time. pass. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. I'm all about deep fried bread. I'm in, but the banana in the middle is what I can't do personally. I have a. I'm a strictly against to be banana. Honest with you, we were all a little a little Skeptical. weary about the banana's center, mm-hmm. but I will tell you, I feel like it, it almost saved the yeah. I don't think really yes, it does save it because <laughs> you need that moisture once you get to the middle. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So is it just compote or does it come with syrup too? There's two different locations. Kona comes with the compote. Okay. And then Captain Cooks, which is a quick service one downstairs, just outside the pool area, comes with the syrup. Great info. But I got my spam, which you know, not many people want to get spam. <laughs> and I had the, the spam was better than the tonga, <laughs> which is pretty sad. Oh, all right. So you're not going to try it again. You're not going to give it another shot. I, I probably will at Captain Cooks. I'll, Captain I'll try Cooks. It with the there, syrup. Go. Yeah. there you go. Yeah, I'll try it with the syrup. That's something I want to make at home. I want to give it a shot at home, something without banana. I haven't figured out what I'm going to put instead of banana, but mm. I'll give it a shot. Well, I will tell you, the strawberry is a good option with the cinnamon of, of the toast, you oh. know, because it does have that crunchy kind of cinnamon outside. Mm-hmm. Ooh. But it just, it, it yeah. did not live up to our All the buildup. I built yeah. this thing up for three weeks. That's the greatest ever. That's the, it's the expectations, right? And they, you broke yeah. the, the expectation rule there. I know, I did break it. You had to go in with low, and I went in extremely high. So now when I go get it, when I go get it, I'm going to be expecting, like, cardboard, and I'm going to be blown away by it. Yeah, yeah see, and then you come and talk to You'll us. You'll be again. fine. So thank you, Tommy. Right thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, that's a lot of great meals. So you also, you went to Disney World and you also visited some attractions as well, right? We did. We had uh, some in mind. One was definitely, I'm a Star Wars fan, so I had to go to Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. And I know you like to have spoilers on your show. Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Because Autumn's not here, we can do spoilers. (laughs) So we we enter this ride Mm -hmm. and it's... You get on this one ship first, and you kind of go through the motions. You're getting tractor beamed up to, um, yeah, the. Uh, oh, I'm blanking on it now too. The star, not the star cruiser. The imper. Oh, my brothers would be so mad at me right now. <laughs> the Imperial Star Destroyer. There we go. There we go. So that's where we ended up. And then you go through, and then you. Well, when you first come out, you you see all these stormtroopers standing mm-hmm. in line, and then mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you cannot prepare yourself for for having seen these movies and and having those doors open and you just see these stormtroopers just lined up in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the space with things zooming by and light speed and like this is unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) So much fun. So we get through this part and then they load you onto the... uh, into like colors it's like one through six you can only let so so many go in when they were, were lining you up yeah how was the interaction there oh they were they were played the roles to a t that oh, was yeah. for, he was yeah. first order all the way <laughs> <laughs> it was great so he he went through his whole spiel and he looked he brought us into it was an interrogation room mm-hmm. now we've been doing this park from sun up to sundown and i was <laughs> Exhausted. I'm not. I'm not a small guy. So oh. I needed. I needed to rest. Okay. I went over to the side wall. Everyone's in the middle, like good people, and not me. I'm leaning <laughs> on this side wall, and the wall starts to cave. <gasps> starts to 
push in. Oh no. And I'm looking at Dina. I'm like, uh, I think I just broke this wall. So then <laughs> so I'm lean, I leaned on it again and it went in, went in even further. Oh, no. Now for people who haven't rode the ride before, that's where the resistance kind of comes through that door to save you and launch you, you know, get you onto your little your car and get away. But no, I locked it up. Can I can I stop you for a second? So yeah. you leaned into the wall and it, you kind of broke it and you thought, next, maybe I'll lean into the wall a little bit yeah. more. Because <laughs> don't do it once, do it twice. I thought maybe I could reverse the process. Okay, okay, yep. One of those, you know, things where you lock it, you push it in and you push it in again and it unlocks. Solid, yep. It didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't work. No. So they ended up pulling us back out. So now oh, this no. first order guy is going interrogating every guy, every male, that could have done this, except me. They must have known I did it. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. When they just trashed everyone else, it was so funny. Oh, that's great. They finally brought us back in about seven or eight minutes later, and the, and the resistance finally made it through the door this time. And then, I don't know if they said something like, "Oh, thanks for uh, thanks for opening the door, or helping the door open, or something like that." So it, was, it was pretty funny, but it was that was one of those yes. rides. He, he that, likes uh, to fully immerse himself in the yes. Right yes. experience. So. Any way I can, you know, <laughs> if I have to break something to get more notice, then that's fine. Right. <laughs> oh no, now now listeners are going to start pushing the wall at uh, Rise of the <laughs> that's Resistance. What I mean, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to give it away, but there is a little secret. And then they told us, oh, and then the second time, you're going to stay in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rise of the Resistance is probably the least reliable ride at Hollywood Studios. I think the stat I heard the other day, um, in the last few weeks, it was down an hour and 43 minutes out of the day on average. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, and it's that's something to note, too, is that we never got the kind of a version of yeah. the ride they oh, have your, okay. like a version and, and b version i guess yep. when something does kind of malfunction it shows, i guess the a version shows like the ship collapsing on kylo oh yeah and he gets out of there but we didn't see that at all yeah well, okay the version we was the alternate the alternate version, for the alternate ending i guess you would say yeah kylo in his ship shooting at you Oh, you know, so more of a video. Yeah, um, a screen. Oh, interesting. Yeah, a screen version yeah. instead of the the animatronic. Actual, the animatronic when you got up on the in the front bridge of the ship, it yes. was unbelievable. Yes, it's so human like the movement. Yeah, yeah. That, that entire ride just. There's a away. section where you ride through and you're literally between the adats' yeah. legs. Yes. So, and you're you're just. You kind of see this stuff over you, yeah. and and it's just you, you know your mouth does drop yeah. even if you're yeah. not. They did a, such a good job. With super that. Star Wars fan, you know you can mm. still appreciate kind of the epic nature of of the ride. Really, yep. If you're any kind of Star Wars fan, you have to do it once, and that's I agree. That was one of the things because we had to pay for that one. That was a lightning lane. Oh, you you went for the lightning lane yeah. on that? Yeah, because I wanted a guarantee. Yep. I need yep. a guarantee. Yeah. So I rode that in Disneyland when it was still uh, the queue. Yep. And I got to ride it twice, once by myself and then once with my friend Sean. And they kind of, I was on a B mode the first, a kind of B mode the first time. You know, there's a point where you're driving past the, the windows on the right. Yep. There's like the battle and the guns are on the left. Yes. The guns weren't moving the first time I went through. But the second time when I went through Sean, with Sean, the guns were moving, which oh. definitely adds something to oh, it. it. Definitely yeah. adds it. Yep. You feel like you're really immersed in the battle. Mm -hmm. And it did such a great job. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. That, and then the Ratatouille one, too. That was another first that we had to do that we also paid for. 
Did you love it? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It was so, so good. I'm looking forward that to that. combination of cart movement and screen movement and having the actual kind of 3D effects around you with the screen interaction. That was yeah. it, it just... It's tough to explain that one. Yeah. You really have to... But it's amazing how the cars run. They're little mice. <laughs> and they're just all separate. They're not, they're not attached yeah. to each other. And they just float right. in and out of this room, picking people up, stopping at the exact location. That's amazing. It, on yeah. pre in precision, too. Yeah, we were blown away. It sounds like you had a pretty good trip. Where would you rate this trip in terms of like the other trips that you've been on? It was probably one of our better trips, yeah. there's no doubt, and especially because we got three extra days because of that blizzard. Well, <laughs> that right. didn't the, the weather and temperature <laughs> did not cooperate with us. Yeah. It was way colder than yeah. we've ever kind of experienced when we've been there at that time of year. Right. So that part, I think, was a little worse, but I think family interaction wise yeah, i'd give it an eight yeah, i don't know eight, if there's ever i don't know if there's a perfect trip <laughs> no there probably isn't a perfect trip absolutely not no not in my experience yeah you know and yeah, we probably we're won't we're do as many restaurants next time we go but we just wanted to do it this once so yeah Oh, thank you. Thank you for, you know, coming on and sharing uh, this experience with me and, and, and everybody listening. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having Absolutely. us. It was great. So Tommy, I mentioned before you're a travel agent. I am. So if the listeners out there wanted to book a level eight trip themselves, how can they get in touch with you? Well, they could email me at Tommy S at unlockingthemagictravel.com. I'm also on Instagram at unlockingthemagictravel underscore Shaw. And then I'm on Facebook at Unlocking the Magic Travel with Tommy Shaw. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've been booking a bunch of trips. We're having a great time. I love to talk vacations. I mean, Dina will tell you that that's all yeah. I do. Yes. <laughs> Today, I was just on showing her DPC points for uh, yes. Animal Kingdom Lodge for November. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, we've had a we've had quite a few conversations. I'm always impressed with some of the ins and outs that you know, like that little a little tidbit about the um being able to go to the lounge at space 2020 oh, yeah. that's yep. that's a great tip so yeah. anyone yeah. out there listening that that wants to know some of the in and outs of disney world uh give tommy a call i'll put the uh info that he just shared will be in the show notes as well that's great thank you justin now thank you both so much for joining us today and just Absolutely. keep thank me you. keep me in mind for the honey heist you go oh, the honey heist it's happening okay good <laughs> <laughs> all right take care all right have thank a good you very one. much say hi to autumn for us will do. All right. At the 2020... Hey, you. Yeah, you. It's me, Winnie the Pooh. I hacked these easy dizzit jerks, and I'm broadcasting this audio on a bear-only frequency. I'm gonna make this quick, because I ain't got a lot of time. I'm putting a crew together. I need the best of the best, the strongest and the sharpest bear criminals. If that's you, get in touch real soon. We're going to be taking a little trip to the Honey and Wine Festivals of 2022. I hacked this fool's website too. Go to easydizit.com forward slash I'm really a bear to sign up. Or just email the jerk at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. I got access. So my computer is acting up today. I think I got hacked or something. Sorry if that affected the show at all. 
Uh, special thanks to Tommy and Dina for coming on today and sharing their experience with Disney Dining. Get in touch with Tommy to help him plan your next Disney or Universal vacation. His contact info is in the show notes. And yeah, if you want to play a fun Disney-themed RPG with Autumn and Tommy, drop me an email at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. It's going to be a blast. All right, until next time, easy dizit. Thank you.